Super duty tough work, man. Yeah, we in the building. Back. Yeah. From a holiday break. <laughs> right. You know. Right. Thanksgiving and whatnot. Yeah, man. Yeah, you gained ten pounds. Nah, I didn't even eat that much because I was working, so I didn't even really get okay. to indulge like yeah. usual, which was cool. I didn't mind. Your yeah. wife, you can cook. Man. I know. She a beast in the yeah. kitchen, man. Uh, yeah, she does it. She does it well. I will never forget that one plate she <laughs> rubbed through for the kid. <laughs> yes, Ooh. yeah, she throws down. She put her foot in that. She throws down. I was like, yikes. <laughs> That's why you're getting bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all of a sudden I got it. Oh, well, before then it was why is my man getting bigger, right? About twenty pounds the last couple of years. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah. please. <laughs> this display is incredible. Yeah, she does her thing. She does her thing. Yeah, she a beast, man. So yeah, happy holidays to our listeners and you know. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, you yeah, know. Happy holidays, all of that. I hope you didn't get trampled on Black Friday trying to shop. Yeah. Why do people even put themselves through? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's the biggest marketing ploy. Oh, it's so stupid. Yeah. And people just like I don't I don't understand. Yeah, every year somebody gets fucking trampled, mm-hmm. fights break out. Yeah. And you got to think like is this it just looks like humans at their lowest. Oh yeah. It's bad. Yeah, it's, it's like, so bad. Are we capable of being any more, you know, unsophisticated? <laughs> it's so bad, man. <laughs> the lowest of human potential. Is what you see on Black Friday. <laughs> it's, it's so embarrassing. It is. It's, it's so like bottom feeder culture. Yeah, it's horrible. You know, yeah. all over flat screen. Oh, yeah. Motherfuckers are getting TVs. Yeah, knocked out over flat screens yeah. and shit. And the thing is, the thing that I, um, one of my dudes uh, that I work with now used to work for a TV company. The thing is, for Black Friday and um, like Cyber Monday and Christmas and all this, mm-hmm. the, com- the reason that they can drop the TV prices so low is because they switch the um, components and stuff that they use to make them uh, and they use cheaper product mm-hmm. to make the same TV. Yeah. So that's why they, you know, they mass produce all of these TVs and shit. And the yeah. the quality ain't even the same that you get during a regular year. $50 flat screen. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what it is. It's basically, that's why a $700 flat screen normally, you know, yeah. it could be like $200. Made out of tin foil and paper clips. Basically. Yep. Yep. <laughs> when he told me that, I was like, that makes so much fucking sense. Yeah, it does. It does. It's it's so wild, man. Like I've never been a holiday shopper. I remember when I was in like my late teens, uh, early twenties. I remember I would go to the mall, and I would just start feeling like this pressure as soon as I walked oh, yeah. in there during the holiday season. Because there's so many people. Yeah, and I was like, Yo, am I having an anxiety problem right now? <laughs> I started thinking about what I gotta buy people and how right. much money I got, and I would just sit down on a bench and just stop shopping. Like this is not gonna mm-hmm. work and i remember just telling my family like look i'm out yeah i can't do this this is just it's too much pressure Man. you gotta keep it a secret you can't tell people it's espionage <laughs> and shit like, so between like sneaking around for uh, weeks trying to buy the gift which you don't know is the good gift right. you know having limited funds and having to be on some super espionage shit it's too much pressure it is a lot of pressure it's too much man it's yeah. too much like my, all of our family kind of got off of it at the exact same time mm-hmm. and then since then it's been like i've been getting the most whack christmas gifts <laughs> but i don't even care they don't get, yeah they i don't like even it. care i just like yo you bought me anything that's cool i'm not buying anybody anything mm-hmm. if i'll probably give you some money right or something like that and you can go fight somebody <laughs> yeah. over 50 dollar flat screen right <laughs> but i'm not doing it yeah i did i did black friday with Taylor one time mm-hmm. and I was there for like an hour and I was like, I'm going home. 
I could because we we were trying. I think it was like a couple years ago they had um, some phones or something that me and her wanted for us. So we went mad early, and we was in there for about an hour, and the line felt like it didn't move. And we drove separately because she was going to be shopping more with her family later. I was like, I'm leaving. I don't even need it. I'm going home. This this shit's stupid. I'm not built for that, man. No, I can't do it. I, I don't know if like is shopping like a uniquely like a a, a a woman thing in terms of like their tolerance for it. I think so, man. Because when I go shopping, I know what I want. I go get yeah. what I want, and then I leave. Yeah. Like when I'm with Taya, she's like, "Well, we gotta look around." They I'm be like, freestyling in there. Yeah, man. they be freestyling. I'm like, that's how you spend more money than you're <laughs> supposed to because you out here freestyling. Improv night at the improv <laughs> right, with right. your credit card, right? Hand. Right, you know, say, well, we got to look around. No, we don't. We didn't come no, no, for no, that. No, 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 we didn't come for that. Mm-mm. Anytime I go, it's like I like I have a list, and I'll be yeah. like, two dark colored polo shirts, <laughs> two pair of black socks, yeah, maybe four if cheap, <laughs> new brown belt. <laughs> That's it. That's it, bro. And I'm out the door. Yep. I go straight to that section. And if I can't find it, I get confused and flustered. Right. And I'm like, well, fuck, it's too many choices. <laughs> <laughs> they actually have 18 dark colored polo shirts. Right. What do right. I do? You know? Right. And I just want to get out of there. But then women are uniquely uh, uh, gifted in handling that. Like, oh, they, yeah. it's like maybe all the years of, of building up to it. So maybe. when they're like 30, they're just like, They'll go to Black Friday, Cyber Monday, mm. Christmas, Thanksgiving, birthdays, graduation. They're always cool with going into these high pressure shopping situations. I mean, just ran just every day. Like they'll yeah. just go to the mall and be there for two hours and come out with <laughs> lipstick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't understand that. Like, what were you doing for two hours? And you just got lipstick. Yeah, it makes no sense. Man. And a sandwich. Just, like, just, yeah, that's it. <laughs> why? And then be like, you, you know, I ain't really see nothing. I ain't really like, see nothing. Yeah, I ain't really see. Come nothing. on now. It was cool. I ain't, nothing grabbed me today. I'm gonna go back tomorrow though. Those <laughs> two hours. They're the same fucking stores. Yeah, they got the same shit. <laughs> the same shit. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I can't do this. One girl I was trying to kick it with several months ago. She was hell bent on making me go to the arts and crafts store with her. Wow. I told her. I said, look. I don't know who you think I am, <laughs> but I'm not new to this. I said, look, man, my mama was in the arts and crafts. Right. Trust me. I've been to Joanne Fabrics, you know, more than any grown man you probably know. <laughs> and it is a place I have absolutely no desire to go ever again in my life. Yeah. And I won't be going with you. Mm. She was like, that's not cool. I thought we was trying to bond and be together and you could do things with me. I said, look, man, <laughs> I don't know who you trying to fool. That's not what it is. I'm well, yeah. You can't trick me with no Joanne Fabrics arts journeys. Nah, man. I'm I wouldn't not. ask you to go to guitar, to guitar Center with me. Thank you. You know what Thank I'm saying? You. So I can sit around and look at some MIDI controllers while right. you sit there looking crazy. Like, can we get out of here? <laughs> right. But they, they, you have to be there for them. It's like a sign of allegiance. If you're not there, it's just disrespect to them. I'm like, no, it's not. Actually, I'm going to drop you off, right. and I'm going to either be sitting in a car, across the street, doing something mm-hmm. at some store that interests me, right. and when you're ready, we can go. But right. I'm not going to be walking down the aisles looking at fabric with you. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. Spools of fabric. <laughs> yarn. Yeah, yarn. That's not, that's not the way. <laughs> 
grown ass man. You know, she was so this. I said, you know, you need a craft buddy. Yeah. You know, like a, a, a lot of times I think we get that shit thrown on us because women don't have that one friend that mm-hmm. they can do that kind of shit with. Because right. they friends don't want to go either. Thank you. <laughs> they friends don't want to go Girl, either. Girl, I'm busy. Right. Girl, you know I got to babysit Saturday. Really? Or or their friends would just tell them like, girl, you know I ain't going to no damn jail jail and fabrics with you <laughs> on a Saturday. Right, come on, that's now. my only day off, girl. Yeah, like that ain't happening. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, needless to say, things didn't work out with me. And her. <laughs> right. Didn't quite I, work I, out. I kind of feel I kind of got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have to tell that part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Oh man, yeah, we back this week. What we talking about? Yeah, what oh, we, we talking about? Oh, meeting people, man. Uh, this week's topic. This week's topic is uh was actually submitted by one of our motherfucking fans. Oh yeah, you know we do appreciate y'all. You know sometimes we gotta let y'all know. Super duty tough work wouldn't be the most infamous <laughs> without y'all. Yeah, without the most infamous people. You know. Right. So you know uh, this week's uh, topic is actually one that was submitted to our uh, Twitter page, and it was submitted by a cat. Let me let me make sure I get his name right. Mega Disu, and he also goes by Mega Face. And his suggestion was, how about an episode on how to approach artists would be dope for interviews, collaborations, paid work and public spaces, etc. This is a dope topic. Mm-hmm. So uh, we want to take this topic today. We want to talk about how to approach people you want to work with, any kind of person you want to work with. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you some to do's, some to don'ts, <laughs> some stories, yeah, the yeah. whole nine, you right. know, like only we do. And, uh, you know, that's that's what we're going to rap about today. Yeah. Ready? Yep. Alright, we'll be right back Word. We got you stuck off the realness The most infamous, you heard of us Official podcast murderers The show comes equipped with few points to share Grown man ideas for all those who care And wanna grow, so go ahead and download Every single week with a brand new episode You're not alone in this world, cousin So we share information and honest discussion And keep repping the culture like we supposed to They spread gossip, but they never come close to I can hear it inside their tone They talk about the industry, but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team but Super Duty Tough Works, the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info, but all of it's free huh. So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you You are now listening to Super Duty Tough Work With your host, Blueprint Raw and uncut Adult Conversations no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Word. Yeah. Back in the building. Yo, the most infamous, man. Yeah. Podcast. You know, getting the bag. Yeah. Man, they working my ass off at at work. Yeah. As soon as I got the bag increase. I, I, you know how that go, man. Yeah, the, man. The bag, the allure of the bag is hard to turn down. <laughs> but with that responsibility. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm working 60 hours this week, man. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of work. That's a lot, yes. That's a lot of work, man. Yes. I mean, are you stacking that bread? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you know how it is. Once yeah. you get it, yeah. you know, you'll be so tired from getting it. You can't spend it. You don't yeah. got time to spend it. You're sleeping. <laughs> You try to recover. You just gotta stack it. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the smartest like uh, 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 financial things that cats 
I've heard in the past few years is like whenever you get an increase or a pay raise or something like that, mm. act like you didn't get it. All right. And then the difference you put somewhere else. Yeah. Like don't change your lifestyle when you get a bump up in uh, income. And he said, but instead just put that money, whatever it is, oh, I'm making another 150 a week, bam. You just put that somewhere else. Mm. Keep doing what you're doing. And then your lifestyle doesn't change. Your expenses never change. Yeah. Right? But stacking. Stacking. Yeah. Bag. Yeah. Tired as hell. <laughs> All right. So. Yeah, you came over today looking like the maintenance man. Yo, y'all, y'all know Elijah usually coming over looking like it's a video shoot. <laughs> today he came over. I was like, oh, man, you know, my, my, my HC is in the basement. You, you came to fix the plumbing, my G? Hey, man. It's one of those days. I, was, I woke up this morning like, shoot, I ain't ironing shit. Looking crazy. Throwing some jeans and a sweatshirt. No, that's cool because I ain't got dressed neither. So. <laughs> so yeah, how do how how to approach people you want to work with? Yeah, we got ten joints. All right, who's ready? You want to go first? Yeah, I spark it off. You go get get it started, son. All right, all right. Now this is in general with most stuff that we talk about. Yeah. Oh, we we gotta describe. We're gonna break this up into oh, yeah. three sections. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we got before. Yeah. During. And after. Yeah. So, so these these tips, there's ten of them, but they are spread across. Like before you approach somebody, during the approach, mm-hmm. and then after, you know, to kind of help you guys navigate this because you know it's different different stages and tips for different yeah, it's periods, levels to this shit. Levels, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so go ahead with number one. All right, number one, be a good person. Mm. Say it again. My Just man. be a good person in general. Why does someone need to be a good person? Logic. Because if you're an asshole, I don't want to work with you. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? If you generally an asshole, I don't want to work with you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. If you approach me wrong, I ain't fucking with you. Yeah. Just be a yeah. good person. And let and let's all and what I think it also hints to is that reputation. Yes. Is so important. Mm-hmm. Reputation is your social currency, mm-hmm. whether you know it or not. As I say, you know, my reputation precedes me. Mm-hmm. That people say that in a good way, but it also works in a bad way. Sometimes the negative deeds you've done spread mm-hmm. and, and eventually these things get attached to your name um be it business or social work you're doing so sometimes you'll be thinking oh man i don't think this person knows who i am and you'll meet them and you say hey how you doing my name is blueprint uh, you know i'm familiar with you from now like oh man i already know who you are yeah you're awesome yeah that's been there you yeah, know I've, I've been there i've heard of too. you yeah oh my people's is friends with you, met you a while back and they blah 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 and they say great things about you mm-hmm. and in those instances you're like ah yeah it's relaxing yeah, yeah. cool because you don't have to work as hard now mm-hmm. now all of a sudden the report starts out you got that common bond you see then and there how the work you've done over the years has has kind of uh greased the wheel so mm-hmm. they say so that you can have a, a easier social uh interaction with this person right. and this person may be levels above where you are right but i tell artists all the time people are always watching mm-hmm. oh yeah you know, yeah. we may not think they are, but they're always watching. And if they're always watching, even though they don't always interact with you, they're always forming an impression of you. Yeah. People pay attention. Yeah. Especially when you when you're when you're social, when you have social media, all of that, what you post, people pay attention to that. They might not respond. They mm-hmm. might not like it. You know, yep. they might not share it, but they saw it. Yes. <laughs> yes. For the most part, they saw it. It's you true. Know. So make sure you're a good person. Yeah. You know, be a good person, man. It, it it speaks volumes to how far and how easy your interactions are going to be. So if you want to work with somebody, the, the number one thing you need to be doing before is to be a good person. Yes. Now, I'm not going to say we got to add a caveat to that because mm-hmm. <laughs> being a good person by itself doesn't 
do everything. Oh, no. That doesn't mean it automatically is going to happen. Because if you're a good person and you whack. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it does not matter. Yeah. You could be an awesome person, but right. do shitty work. Right. And if you do shitty work or your track record isn't established, then people might say, you know what? Well, he's a nice guy, but what's he bringing to the table? Why should I work with yeah, him? Yeah. Like, what's the purpose? He's an awesome dude, but yeah. why? He's mm-hmm. got to do a little bit more before I, you know, consider that. Mm-hmm. So, but. Be a good person. Yeah. It never hurt nobody. It goes a long way. <laughs> yeah. It does go a long way. <laughs> so that's number one. Yep. Number one. Number two, and this is something that I, I, I encourage people to do that I do myself. Mm-hmm. Do your homework. Yes. Before you approach somebody, do your homework. What I find is odd is that in um, when I was in corporate America, when I was doing, I was in a program and it was, it, it was like a college prep program where we would... Um, we do mock interviews. Mm-hmm. It was an internship program and all this stuff. And they would always tell us explicitly that before you go to interview with a large employer, you should have done some research on that business. Oh, yeah, definitely. And so I, I find it's funny that like in corporate America, it's the standard mm-hmm. that you don't want to walk into an interaction or an engagement or interview with somebody and not know anything about them. Yeah, you can't be unprepared. And you're asking them for a job, right? Mm-hmm. Why then does that not apply to music, art, mm-hmm. the, the non-corporate space? Right. I think the same thing needs to apply. If you're going to approach somebody and you want them to work with you or, or even or give you work, whatever it may be, yeah. you need to have done your research on who they are, where they've been, where you think they're going and what they need. Right. If you haven't done that, you're really not arming yourself for that interaction. Yeah. You know, if you look, a perfect example of this is um, look at Nardwar. Oh, yeah. For his interviews. Oh, yeah. Guys like Nardwar get interviews like they do simply because their reputation at being prepared mm-hmm. means that it'll automatically be an amazing interview. Right. Guys are going in interviews with Nardwar thinking, what is this dude going to pull up on right. me that yeah. I forgot about? Yeah, that I don't even remember. Yeah, he's yeah. pulling up 12 inches that you only saw once in your life. Right. Pictures of you and other things, all kind of things. You're just like, wow, how did he know that? Mm-hmm. I never talked about that in an interview or I only mentioned it once 20 years ago, 25 years ago. He's prepared. And because he's prepared, people take him more seriously. Mm-hmm. So the same thing with people you want to work with in real life. If you want to work with somebody and or you say, you know what, this guy has a great business, I think my service would make his business better. Right. It would behoove you to do as much research as you possibly can before you talk to him. Yeah, that's, I mean, I don't really have nothing to add to that. That's, that's <laughs> perfect. Bars. All bars. <laughs> that's freaking perfect. I mean, because <clears throat> people always, there's always some research to do with anybody you're working with, you know, to know how to approach them, to know who they've worked with before, if they would even, you know, especially as artists, you know, if you're a producer or you're an MC, do would they even like my beats? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me listen to some of their work previous to see if my beats would even fit or if my beats would be something that they would even consider. That's a great with, example. You know, or if, you know, as a as a rapper or a singer or whatever, do our styles go together? Yeah. You know, would we even sound good on a song together? You know what I'm saying? It's like, do your research. Yeah, I agree. I've had guys approach me about selling me beats who had no idea that I even made beats. Right. They didn't, they had, they had no idea that I produced all of my solo records, mm-hmm. records before then, and that really the only producers I've ever done albums with were 
RJ and ASAP. Friends. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> like they had no idea. They did absolutely no research. And because they hadn't done their research, it it actually made me be like, kind of, kind of, I wasn't as receptive. I was like, mm -hmm. you really don't know anything about me. You just here because people are here. Right. To see me. And it messes up the approach. The, pro the approach is wrong if you don't do your homework. Yeah. Your approach is off kilter. Yeah. Because like what would be better approaching a blueprint to, to sell him a beat and say, look, print. Yo, your show was dope. Here's all these beats. Mm -hmm. I, I got you. You need some bangers. I got you. Right. That's what I get hit with. But, but what would be better for guys to say, hey, print, I know you don't even need beats. I know you do beats with ASAP. I know you got RJD too with the soul position thing. And I know you a hell of a producer yourself. Mm -hmm. However, I looked at your uh, Respect the Architect album and there was actually a couple guest producers on there, especially that that uh, perspective joint. Mm -hmm. So um, what I did was I put together some beats, mm -hmm. you know, that I think might fit if you go in a couple directions and you start looking outside. Just keep me in mind. You may not use any of these, but just check these out and just enjoy them. And I'm going to listen to those. See? <laughs> straight up i might throw those in the car as soon as i get out of this show just just because of how you approached you see it's it's night and day right yeah. just having a little bit of knowledge ahead of time changes that interaction for the better mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden like you're saying you get in that van you're like Man, let me listen to these right he ain't trying to sell me nothing he's a fan mm -hmm. he knows clearly he's done his homework even if i don't even and i feel comfortable talking to him now. right Right. You know, I feel like he knows who I am. And, uh, you know, that's really important, man. So do your homework. Yeah. That's number two. Number two. Number three. It's beautiful. Number three. You got it? Don't expect favors. -wee. So real right that's now. That's so real. It's, it's a lot so, of that. It's a lot of that. Go going for, around. Yo, what, 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 for the love of hip hop. For the culture. Yeah, do it for the culture. <laughs> yo, man. You mean you're not going to do it for the love, Elijah? Hell no. What about the culture? <laughs> Hell no. Can you pay your bills with the culture? Hell no. Can't pay my bills <laughs> with the love either. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, cats be approaching you like, yo, you know, I don't pay for I don't pay for features. Yeah. Then you ain't getting features for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, some people don't don't pay for hamburgers either. Right. That doesn't mean they're going to eat for free at McDonald's. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you it, don't get a free Big Mac just because you don't pay for Big Macs. Yeah, man. This, this stuff is whack, man. I, I hate when people approach me with that. You know, it's like, <laughs> dude, you, pro you probably bought some of my albums. Therefore, you know that I do this. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's a job. Yeah. I try you to know? make a living. This is work. Yeah. It's not, you know, it takes time for me to write that verse for you. It takes time for me to write that hook for you. My time is valuable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't, I ain't trying to, you know, break you. I just want just want something. That, fair compensation. Fair compensation. Fair compensation. Yeah. For, I mean, for work. Yeah. My, my biggest thing with the favor thing is like, because I don't want people to get the impression that you never do favors. Right. We do favors all the time. All the time. Like last week I did like three features mm -hmm. for friends i think we talked about it two yeah. weeks ago right yeah. that's all i did that week i was just writing bars for people i know that i've owed for a while or just new cats that i wanted to fuck with like yo yeah i'll do that let's do it i like what you're what you're doing you mm -hmm. know but the thing about favors is this it's not up to the person who approaches you right. to decide whether you work for free or not <laughs> right it's up to the person who provides the service to decide whether they work for free or not. Yes. And I reserve that right, right. to decide what I want to do for free and what I don't want to do for free. And in the interim, you should approach me as a businessman. Correct. You know, you should approach me professionally and say, hey, look, you know, this is what I'm looking for. 
what are you what are you charging? What does this cost? Mm-hmm. This goes for any business interaction. It's not just hip hop. Whatever you're asking that first person for, approach them in a professional manner first. Mm-hmm. They may look at your resume, look at your your thing, and say, you know what, man, this is this is free. Yeah, I I'm gonna you. do. This. I like what you're doing. I like I like the 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 value that you're bringing, mm-hmm. and I want to be associated with that. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yeah. You see, but you want to give people an opportunity to do that. Yes. And assuming or or, 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 or being presumptuous enough to, to believe that they should work for free just because you don't want to pay for it mm-hmm. uh, will will offend them and it will never get you where you want to go. That is that's so true, man. That's so true. Like you don't go into a lawyer's office like, yo, you should take my case pro bono. Right. Right. <laughs> Right. And, and lawyer, like you're saying, and lawyers have mechanisms through which they decide right. when they work pro bono and right. when they don't. It's not that lawyers got to get paid for every hour, mm-hmm. but they decide. Yeah. And we have to, we got to be real careful with that, man. I've definitely been approached like you've been approached with cats, assuming I would do something for free, but not giving me the option to choose. Right. And that, that that's the part that bugs me. It's like, look, no, it's not that, you know people don't do shit for free or I'm greedy. It's that I should be able to decide. Right. And my decision is usually based on my relationships or that person's value. Right. And there's even times that I've started out where, you know, I didn't really have a relationship with the person that I, a person that I've worked with more than once to where I've developed a relationship to where they pay, they may have paid me for the first couple times, but you know, Oh no, nah, you don't got, I, I got you on this one. You know yep. what I'm saying? It's so true. So it, when you build those relationships, this goes back to the first thing we talked about being a good person, yep. you know, that's working with you. Then you, you might be able to get a favor down the line, but you can't come out the box like, yo, you know, for the culture, hook a player. <laughs> Say, say, brother, say, say, man, uh, I see you got them verses over there. Why don't you let me hold something? Let me hold a verse. Let me hold something. They got a hot 16 for brother. Let me, let me hold something. Yeah. Thanks, family. Yeah. Appreciate you. Don't expect the favors. <laughs> we'll take a break. Goodbye. What's up, everybody? Blueprint here to remind you that my latest project, the Vigilante Genesis EP, is available right now on waitlist recordings. The EP is a collaboration between myself and my friend Aesop Rock, which features myself on the rhymes and Aesop Rock on production. If you are a fan of concept albums, comic books, or just good old hip hop, then this EP is for you. Vigilante Genesis is available on signed CD, blue vinyl, and deluxe digital exclusively at waitlist.net. So order your copy today. Thanks again for your support. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, we back in the back building. In the place, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So now, oh, we've got one more during one more the before. Before, yeah. So we've went through three already. We on number four of what you do before approaching a person you want to work with. Mm. And uh, this is number four. And this one is seems like common sense, mm-hmm. but many people violate it. It is. Reach out ahead of time. Yes. One thing we have all been, you know, approached by, at least doing music, is cats who run up on you at weird times asking to do business or to do whatever <laughs> yeah. or for you to do something. Interviews. With, yeah. Yeah. The spot interviews are definitely the worst. Like <laughs> so horrible. Yeah. Like you'll get done. I've had people show up at my shows and they didn't email me ahead of time. 
didn't reach out, even though I'm 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 present on all these social platforms. Mm-hmm. No, no, no reaching out ahead of time. Show up at the show, camera in hand, mic in hand. I get off stage. Let's do an interview print. It's only going to take five minutes. It's right. only going to take a couple minutes. Come on, man. Let's do it real quick, real quick after you set. And I'm and I'm sweating. And then I'm thinking, nah, <laughs> no, I'm no. off the clock right now. Yeah. And, and think about it. By the time we get off the stage, what they don't take into consideration is that if the doors are at nine, we were at the venue at six. Right. Seven o'clock at the latest. Right. So the doors at nine, we don't play till 1130. Right. Midnight. We get off stage at one. Right. That's eight hours. That's eight hours. We've been there all day. We ain't going to get out of the venue till about two. Yeah, two, three, we'll depending two on three. when it, when it closed. Yeah. Down. If it ends, the show, the show ends at 1231, we got an hour to pack up, settle up, sell merch, and get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's, a, it's an eight hour day. They're showing up at the very end. Right. Expecting you to to do something as it fits their schedule. And, and to me, the whole thing could have been avoided. If they would have just reached out. Yeah. Just email me, man. Yeah. And I would have said, hey, actually, I have a policy against doing interviews after shows for two reasons. One, it stops me from doing merch. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't sign stuff and talk to my fans if I'm talking to these clowns. And then two, uh, it's the easiest to lose your voice after you get off stage. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I learned that from my idea, like the, the the, the hour you get off stage is the time when it's the most dangerous to lose your voice. Yeah. So talking and doing interviews, like I don't do that no more. And I've lost my voice doing those interviews. Mm-hmm. And so um, I tell him, but anybody who hits me up ahead of time say, oh, look, you know what? I'm going to actually be at the venue at six. Right. So why don't you come meet me up there at six while I'm setting up, while yeah. I'm sound checking. After sound check. Yeah, before you know. doors. Yeah. And then you can hang around and you can stay and watch the show for free if you want to. You already will be in. Right. And so just reach out ahead of time. You never know what could happen. And if you show up, maybe I could introduce you to other people. Mm hmm on a tour but if you don't let anybody know ahead of time things don't work out right and that's i mean i think all artists you know what i'm saying have been approached like yeah. that you know after you get off yo let me do this interview dude i'm freaking sweating yeah you know like people want me to come to the merch table they yeah. buy my I, can, I don't got time for that yeah you know if you would have sent me an email a week ago we set this up yeah you know it could have been all this could have been avoided i've had guys approach me to interview me after shows where they didn't know shit about me they, they showed up at the show, then all of a sudden they got a, a, a YouTube show because they saw it was people there and they saw, that, oh, man, you killed that. Let me get a 20 minute interview. And I'm like, no, actually, I'm going to be over here selling this shit. But here's my card. Right. Hit me up. Hit me up tomorrow. We can do it over the phone if you want to. Or you can meet me before I leave. And none of them show up. Yeah, that is so true. None of them ever show up. Or hit you up afterwards. No, no. And, yeah. and so so I would say this. And just to follow up on that. You don't want to necessarily uh, approach someone like, let's do this Mm -hmm. at a time that works for you only. But what you can do is um, show up and say, hey, look, you did a great show tonight or your product's great. Your talk was great. Whatever it is that that person does Mm -hmm. that you like and say, look, I I do this. I work in the media. I work in this. I'm an artist. I'm a beat maker. I'm a business person. This is my service. This is my card. Do you have a card? I love to reach out to you to follow up and hopefully interview you about something x y and z yeah right and that's perfect that's all you got to do that's all you got to do and i'll be like you know what thanks man you know because yeah i see you doing your thing making money shaking hands kissing babies right packing up gear do your thing do your thing yeah but here's my card i've got your card i'll be in touch yeah 
Awesome. That's all it takes. That's it. That's all it takes. And that is considered uh, reaching out in advance because mm-hmm. now now they'll remember you. You're building a rapport. And if you follow up, then then it'll happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, so, yeah. That's it. So that's it. That, that's all the stuff beforehand. Beforehand. Before you approach somebody you want to yeah. work with. Yeah. So now we're going to get into part two, which is during. During. You know, the interaction, because yeah. this is mad important. <laughs> this is very important. wild important. Very, you know? very important. So uh, number five, you want to go? Yeah. Use the proper channels. Mm. This this piggybacks off the last the last one we talked about. Use yeah. the proper channels. So don't approach me at the show yeah. and trying to get things done right then and there. Send me an email. Yeah. You know, text. Yeah. You know, if you got the number uh, DMs work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All of that works. Use proper channels. Don't just. You know, holler at me, yo, yo, what's up with the sixteen? You know what I'm saying? At the merch table, yo, I need a sixteen from you, print. I need a sixteen. How much for them bars? <laughs> Use the proper channel. Oh, you can't name a price right now in front of all these people, <laughs> right? What's right. wrong with you? Right. Oh, you stuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking assholes, man. <laughs> yeah. And don't just hit me up like, yo, what's what's your price on Twitter? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. hit me with the tweet, like, yeah. yo, what what is the price for a feature? Like, yo. Oh my God. You know, here's my email. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's let's do the proper channels. Straight you know what I'm up. saying? Straight up. And most artists have that. You know, if you look at businesses, they have things in place for a reason. They have PR people, mm-hmm. you know, publicists. Many people have, you know, booking agents. Managers. Managers. Mm-hmm. These people are there because the artist or the business entity cannot handle all of these requests on their own. And if they were busy handling, they can execute them, but they have other people in place to set it up, to make sure it's legit and, and to, and to, to, to keep track of it all. Right. And this is why a lot of interviews and things of that nature fall through sometimes because the wrong channels are observed. You may fuck around and meet that person you want to interview let's say you work in a press you may meet them on the humble mm-hmm. you may get their personal information but you have an impossible time getting them to commit to an interview time right that's probably because they don't typically handle their press right they get their they have a schedule yes. that someone else makes for them yeah you know especially dealing with press yeah they pass it off mm-hmm. and you may be thinking man i got directly to him why can't I get him to lock in? It's because he doesn't. He forgot to pass your contact off to his person. Right, right. And so now you're in this limbo thing. We're like, man, I just. He said he was down. Mm-hmm. Why isn't this working? Because you didn't use the proper channels. Yeah. The proper channels. They're not there just to like make people look like assholes. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's they, a reason. There's a reason. Yeah. The reason. And we got to really think about that, man. That sometimes these people may have went through stages where they were handling everything themselves. And they and they, and they they realized that <gasps> they could not do it. Yes. <laughs> I'm one of those people. I used to book all my shows. Mm-hmm. I used to do all of that. And uh, eventually I realized, like, hey, man, this is this is too much. It's too a lot much. of fucking work. Yeah. The last tour I booked was your 2008 tour. Yeah, yeah the that Diabolical was the Diabolical Fun, Fun Tour. Yeah. I booked the Logics Tour, and I was like, yo, this is the last time I can probably uh, do this. Mm-hmm. And even though I felt I did a good job, it was more or less like the time I'm spending doing that could be dedicated to doing something else. Right. As opposed to, I didn't hate it. I thought it was a good skill to have because it taught me how to how to be successful and how to choose the right booking agent. But when I, when I found a booking agent, it was like, hey. He was like, hey, Prince, I know you already know all this stuff. Mm-hmm. The question is, do you want somebody to help you do it? Yeah. Do you need someone to make it easier so you can dedicate your time? And I was like, hell yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Hell fucking yeah, I do. Yeah. Here's all of my contacts. Boom. We'll start working on this. And from that forward point forward, I try not to in, 
engage in it as much. It's mm-hmm. not that I don't understand booking or some of these opportunities, but it's that sometimes I have to do that to protect myself from mm-hmm. feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. And many artists have protocols in place to avoid that. All right. They want just an email alone. That's it. You know, like there's a reason that my email address is on my website. Yes. You know, like you can't I don't I don't I don't like when people just approach me online or this and that. Like send me emails. I check my emails every day. I respond to my emails. You know what I'm saying? There's a protocol that I have in place to respond to people when they contact me to work with me. Yeah. There's just there's so you gotta you gotta follow the protocol. Yep. Yeah. So that's number five. That is number, number five. five. And number six. Yeah. Get to Ooh. the point. Get to the point, my Get man. Get to the point. Stop dilly dallying. <laughs> Stop dillying and dallying. Yeah, like I don't need you know oh, man. pages and pages of history. There's always a guy who just keeps going on and on and Dude. on and on. Dude. Totally monopolizing your time <laughs> yeah. not getting to the point and you're just like hey man i wish you would just say what you want yeah, it's like five paragraphs of <laughs> history and then like one small paragraph of what he wants yeah and yeah. he don't get to that until you be like hey bro I, it's, it's 30 people in line behind you man right right I, you know i'm they're being so nice mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what you need fam <laughs> right i just wanted to say what's up yeah <laughs> Well, you just saying what's up for 30 minutes just want to say dope show that's it's the all. longest that's 30 all. minute what's up i mean you know you ain't gotta what about everybody else man <laughs> you insensitive motherfucker <laughs> get to the point <laughs> get people. to the point man get to the point. you know having the you know but here's the thing if you've done your homework mm-hmm. and if you've established a little bit of a rapport ahead of time when you actually see that person or get an interaction with them getting to the point should be fairly easy right because you've already done all the introductions you've already done all the you know you've done your homework and most yeah. likely the artist who you're trying to work with has done theirs as well yeah because usually when i'm working with somebody I, I check out their social media yeah i go to their band camp yeah you know whatever with their producer whatever whatever they do you know what i'm saying if they're a photographer whatever i go to their website check out the other interviews they've done all of that stuff i do my own homework yes you know so then i know something about them as well as them knowing something about me yeah get to the goddamn point <laughs> please do us all a favor please you know and 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 this makes sure that like people don't have a bad connotation i'm not saying you run up on somebody and say i want x y and z from you right that's not what you need to do yeah don't be a dick yeah don't and it comes off selfish right it's like right. yo who's this asshole telling me what he needs <laughs> i don't even know who you are right so i don't care what you need mm. right and so um but you do want to make sure that you're focused, that you're when you're talking to them, you say, hey, look, this is me. I want to get a couple minutes, tell you who I am, what I do, uh, what I'd like to do and my interest in you or your product or service, mm-hmm. whatever. When you get into that, that lets them know, OK, cool. This is a business conversation. Right. OK, cool. Let me hear this man out. This is what I'm doing. This is what my idea is. This is what I think would happen if we work together. Mm-hmm. This is what I'd like to do. The sooner you can get to that, the sooner they can evaluate it. Right. But if you spend all day talking about random shit that has nothing to do with the point, then they're going to think you don't want anything. Right. And then they're not going to have as much patience for the actual professional part of what you're approaching them about. Right. So you know, get to the goddamn point. Get to the point. Stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> Take a break. Hold on. What number was that? Was that that's, uh, that's number five or six. It was six? Yeah. 
We got okay, four we got, left. We'll do one more. Oh, one more. Yeah, right. We'll do one more. Then we take a break. All right. And this is one that mad cats are guilty of. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. This is number six. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, no. This is seven. No, seven. Actually. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Seven. This is don't spam social media. Say that again for the people in the back. <laughs> Stop spamming people on social media. <laughs> so many people are are guilty of this. Stop posting your links without introducing yourself. Right. You know what I do when people send me a link that I don't I didn't ask for? The first thing I do, if it's Twitter, I'll click on their page and see if they follow me. Mm-hmm. If they don't follow me, block. I do that instantly. Too. I do that too. Instantly. I do that too. If ooh, what's the point? Mm-hmm. How selfish do you have to be to be sending? I did that today to be sending people links, you know, jumping in conversations and not even saying, you know, you don't even follow that person because they see your followers. They like, yeah, oh, you know, all these people going to see my link. Right. He's he going to like it. Yeah. He going to retweet. <laughs> it's so hot. It's so fire. Yeah, It's all fire. Who right could now. deny my fire? He got he gotta retweet my shit. No, I don't. Actually, I don't. I'm about to block you. Yes. Man. Not only am I gonna not retweet it, I'm gonna block you so you can never ever in your fucking life send me another goddamn link. Yeah. And I won't even click on it. So you gotta be careful, man. Spamming people. There's a finesse to it if you're gonna do it. Right. If you're gonna send someone the link, the best thing to do is to A, make sure it's a part of the the current conversation. Right. If there's a conversation that's going on, whatever it may be about, and you have a link that pertains to that, oh, yeah, I agree with what you guys are saying. Think about this. Excuse me. And what if it it may be your link? It may be something else. It may be something on a topic, but I I think that's a better segue into it. Right. You know, as opposed to just jumping out the bushes on people. (laughs) Jumping out the bushes. Just out the bushes, man. This is why you out the bushes. Oh, whoa, whoa. You know? People do that all over social media to jump out the bushes. They post their links on your shit. Mm-hmm. They tag you and shit. They don't have nothing to do with you mm-hmm. on Facebook. And after a while, you get tired of it. Oh, yeah. You know, it feels real selfish. It's like, you know what? I've never done that. No, I haven't. I've never done that. I haven't. I've never done you know, that. And, and there's, not, there's not a single book on promotion or social media that will tell you that that's a viable strategy. It doesn't work. It's never worked. It's never worked. It's never worked. Because it's just annoying. You know, so, so if you want to approach somebody... <laughs> The worst, the absolute worst thing you can do is be like the spam guy on social media. You know, it's okay to hit somebody on Twitter and say, hey, yo, Brent, um, I got this thing I'm working on. How can I contact you about it? Right. You know, and I'll say, oh, yeah, hit me out here, blah, 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 at blah, 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 dot com. Yeah. And then that will start it. At least I'll know. Because then once you tell me that, then I'll start. I might click on your page. Right. And I'll know what, what to it, expect. Yeah. 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 Know yeah. what to expect. Know what to expect. So, yeah. It's it's the worst. Yeah, it's worse. And sometimes I'll I'll click when I cl- after I click to see if those people follow me, mm-hmm. then I'll I'll check their timeline and I'll see them doing the same thing to a to bunch, of bunch of other yeah. people. Uh, and that's when I'm really like, fuck this person. Yeah, man, that shit is that's stupid. You know, it's bad. So yeah, that's yeah. number seven. Yeah, number. Oh no, number six. That was number six. That's that's, that's seven. Number seven. Yeah. Yep. Don't spam on social media. And that's a during one. So, yeah, we're going to take a break. Yeah. We'll be back with the last three joints. Yes, sir. Boom. To all the artists out there who are working on new projects, I would like to let you all know that I'm officially doing guest features again. So, if you're a producer who's been thinking of getting bigger names to rock over your beats, or you're an MC who's interested in collaborating on a song for your next album, reach out to me at info 
at printmatic.net to discuss the collaboration process and the prices. This is not a free service, so serious inquiries only. Again, that's info at printmatic.net. I look forward to hearing from you all. Peace. Boom. We're back. Uh. Three more joints. Ooh, we almost made it, baby. We almost made it. Yeah, man. We was gone. The people missed us, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've been gone longer than a week. Yeah, yeah. The world's been clamoring, yeah. you know. Got scratching. Yeah, because so much was going on last week. It was just. Yeah, it was too much. Yeah, man. But now we back with, with you know, the most, inf- you know, uh, inspiring. Yeah, the MVP. Yeah, the MVP. Yeah. Most valuable podcast. Word. So uh, I really uh, dig the uh, the intro song, by the way. Thanks, Join man. is dope. Join is super dope. Thanks, I was man. pleasantly surprised. Like, what is this? Yeah, like, hey, whoa. <laughs> we got you stuck off the roof. What? What? Yes. <laughs> Official podcast murderers, man. Yeah, man. This joint is, is, is banging. Yeah, I've been giving mad props for it. Yeah. Mad props. So, yeah. I got other little wrinkles I'm going to throw in. Oh, a little splashes. Yeah, a little splashes little as we continue here. to update the formulas. You know uh, what I'm saying? Uh, a little seasoning. Yeah. A little seasoning yeah, here Yeah, you know. There. Keep that thing <laughs> popping. Word. You know? So, number seven? Or number, number seven. eight? Number, number eight. eight. No, yeah. Yep. So, you want to go? You got this one? Is it, yeah. Uh, provide value. Uh, provide value. What does that mean? Whew, man, for people. Provide value. You got to always ask the question. Or no, you got to always understand that people ask the question, what's in it for me? Yes. Every interaction that you have on a business, personal level, there's there's mundane interactions. When you start talking about professional interactions, you have to acknowledge that people look at it from the perspective of what's in it for me. Yeah. And if you don't look at that, you tend to have a real selfish approach. Mm-hmm. Your approach becomes what's in it for me. Right. You approach the person who has the power or the resources or the thing that the, you want. Yeah, yeah. But your own your perspective is from what you want to get out of it mm-hmm. instead of looking at it from the perspective of what am I bringing to the table? Yeah. What can I provide this person that has more than I have? Yeah. 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 Like, can I provide them, you know, affiliation with something cool, mm-hmm. money, mm-hmm. Uh, a platform, uh, whatever? Can I provide them any of these things? It seems to me like people don't ask that, mm-hmm. and they never they never truly define their value right. going in, and because they can't provide their value, they have a hard time making other people see the incentive in working with them yeah you know what i'm saying and because they never think value right you know why do we buy anything in life right value value why do we join clubs associations affiliations value right right they they give us something and i want to read let me get this book real quick i'm gonna read this shit hold on So this is for all our bookheads we ain't talk about books in a minute yeah but i had to snatch this one up this is one that um this is from the 48 Laws of Power, man. You know, right. I, I say this shit and people, you know, it's not just me saying this shit. <laughs> but there's a, I don't know how many of you have read this shit, uh, 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. You know, I've had this book for many, many years. But I want to read number 13. The 13th Law of Power says, when asking for help, appeal to people's self-interest, never in their mercy or gratitude. Mm. Bars. That's the realness. Do I need to say that again for the people in the, people in the back? Did y'all hear me? Do, I need, do we need to turn this microphone up? 
Is my mic loud enough? <laughs> is my mic going? Yeah, is, is this is, thing on? <laughs> this thing on? Did you guys hear that? Okay, when a- I'll say it again. <laughs> when asking for help, appeal to people's self-interest, never to their mercy or gratitude. If you need to turn to an ally for help, do not bother to remind him of your past assistance and good deeds. He will find a way to ignore you. Instead, uncover something in your request or in your alliance with him that will benefit him and emphasize it out of all proportion. He will respond enthusiastically when he sees something to be gained for himself. Now, this is one of the most diabolical books on earth, but it's one of the dopest books on earth. <laughs> oh, yeah, that book is so diabolical. <laughs> it's so much, so much. It's like, it's like a reference book. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like how to win right. diabolically. <laughs> or just understanding power and strategy. Mm-hmm. But it's even in that book. And for those of you who have not read 48 Laws of Power, you need to have it on your bookshelf. Oh, yeah. Just to understand dynamics uh, of power and how they play out in public and private. And uh, that book speaks on it, man. A lot of people spend a lot of time. Uh, you should work with me because I'm a starving artist. Right. Or you should work with me for the culture. Right. Or, for the love. Yeah. You should work with me for the love because if you're doing it for the love and I'm doing it for the love, then we can do something that's great. And it's all love. It's all love. <laughs> so we're going to do this thing in the observance of love. Because <laughs> right. love conquers all. <laughs> right. And insert all other cliches that have been <laughs> thrown at us over the years. Yeah. But the, the truth is that sometimes you got to really back that thing up to value. Mm-hmm. And as they put it in that book, they're talking about self-interest value. What's in it for me? The other person has to see something in it for me. There's times when I'll do uh, press with people who are not known. I don't need a magazine oh, yeah. to be known for me to do press with them or an interview with them. My thing is, what are they building? Right. Are they building or doing something positive? Then cool. I want to be associated with right. it. Do they have a, a platform that I'm not on right now? Cool. Mm-hmm. I want to be affiliated with that. I want to be associated with that. Is it self-interest? Of course. Yes. But when you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Exactly. This is how this thing works. Yeah, that's how it works in anything, in business, in art, in anything. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people, they can't appeal to other people's self-interest because they haven't established what their unique value is yeah they don't know themselves and and frankly there are also those who have no value Mm -hmm. they have no value and they're just looking for the hookup all the time yeah that's not business no it's not that's charity yeah 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 and you know (laughs) as we said earlier people should be able to decide when they work for free and when they don't right you know lawyers decide when they do pro bono work Mm -hmm. The, the, the clients don't right <laughs> right right so yeah that that's a uh, number eight yeah provide value man yeah, that's i don't even gotta say nothing else <laughs> nothing to that nothing to that this one number nine this is now so now we got past the uh the the during the, during. the negotiation stage yeah. right and so just to back up to that provide value that also uh hints at knowing what it is you want and you bring to the table as you approach them mm-hmm. and then let's assume that this interaction goes well right let's assume that you observed all these things and they say you know what? yeah cool hit me up here's my information you know what that sounds interesting let's discuss this further let's chop it up whatever the fuck happens now we're going to move to the last two which are the after mm-hmm. and sometimes the after is just as important as the before right right yeah especially when dealing with professional people who are busy so number nine negotiate but don't haggle. A lot of people don't know the difference between that. Yeah, haggling is kind of insulting. 
haggling is annoying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know, I know you want two hundred for that, but what I would, what I want twenty five though. This is not a. This what about I want twenty five? What about that? I don't, you, know, <laughs> you know, I gotta get a new tire tomorrow, man. What's up with that? Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, right. get gas. You know what I'm saying? I know you can do it for me though. What's what's my price though? I know you said <laughs> two hundred for everybody else. That's what they don't know. What about me? What's my price? Let me get one rib. Yeah, just one rib. <laughs> How much for just one? Oh, it's three ribs in a fact. How much for one? Just one rib. <laughs> What's my price, dog? What's my price? You know, I, fuck all that. Fuck them. What about me, dog? That's the that's the worst shit. <laughs> that's the worst shit. I'm different. <laughs> Come, on. I'm different Come on, dog. Come on, dog. Yeah. You heard those beats. Come on. Come on. You know yeah. this shit fire. <laughs> But yeah, negotiation negotiation is re- is negotiation is respected. Right. There's a way to negotiate with people, but there's a way to where you can start haggling and really really offend people. Mm-hmm. And I find a lot of people don't know the difference. Like personally, I don't think this is my thoughts that you should go back and forth any more than once or twice. Right. Like a, you are allowed to make a counter offer. Right. You know, so someone says this is my product or service, it's $1,000. And if you counter offer and you say, well, you know what? I can counter offer seven fifty with these two considerations or this whatever thing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Or I can do this. What do you think? Mm-hmm. At that point, you've made a counter offer and they could say, no, I'm going to stick to my original price. Or they can just walk away. Yeah. Or they can make another counter. They can make another counter, right? Mm-hmm. They can say, Eight fifty, right now, the, yeah, eight fifty, right, right. But you don't want this thing where you're going back and forth too much. I found that the more times you go back and forth, the more tenuous your relationship gets later on. Right, people start thinking you're petty, and they're like, "Yo, you're really arguing with me about fifty dollars or twenty five dollars or a hundred dollars or eight fifty, no, eight seventy five, you know, right. eight twenty five, no, eight whatever." It's like, nah, man, pay that person their price. In a way to where you can maintain your relationship with them. Mm-hmm. That's what's the most important, man. So, like, understand, everybody ain't here to haggle with you. Right. And frankly, most people don't care right. about your budget. Right. They negotiate based on what they perceive to be their value proven over time. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with your budget. Yeah. And it's not personal. Never. It's not personal at all. No. Some people get offended. Like, oh, how you going? How you going to ask me for, dog? That's what I'm worth. Yeah, yeah. that's what I've been getting for yeah. these few years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it makes it makes sense. It's like, you know, so once you get them to the point where you have a conversation with this person about your product, service, whatever, mm-hmm. be willing to discuss it, but make sure you're not like coming at them on some ultimatum shit either. Right. You know, like keep the respect in the forefront because oh, yeah. that person was obviously doing what they were doing before you came along. Mm-hmm. And so just make sure that your, your, your correspondence with them mirrors that, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to you're doing them a favor. Right. You yeah. Know? I mean, I've had, I've even had people, you know, to where I give them a price and then they're like, I know you're worth that, but I can't afford that right now. Yeah. You know, and just the fact if their beats are dope and yeah. it's somebody who I, I think I want to work with. Yeah. Then I'll give them a counter offer. OK, I can do it for this. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I mean, I don't keep going back and forth. And you see how they worded that, though. Right. The wording is very important. Right. I know you're worth this. Right. And and some people will even add, I would love to pay you this. Right. Yep. 
Yeah. And know? that makes you want to work with them. Right. Makes you want to be like, okay. Simply acknowledging someone's worth. Right. Even if you don't have it is a sign of good faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. So it's all about the purchase of wording. It's not, if you say your price, oh man, I can't believe that. All right. You asked for that like, much? what? You crazy? You tripping, man. Like, yo, man. I'm not paying you that much for your service or product. Right. Well, don't get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right. But you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is America, man. You got to pay for shit. Mm. Beat it. Yeah. You know, that person will take their product or service somewhere else. Yeah. You know? So yeah, that's number nine. It's beautiful. Uh, we uh, almost at, we done. Number 10. We made it. Number 10. Uh, number 10. You want to get this one? Follow through. Follow through. That one is all bad. Say it Follow again. through. Follow through. Follow through. Woo. Follow through. I, I just got to keep saying follow through. Yeah. If you if you start a relationship or a business relationship with somebody. Yes. Then continue continue doing what you said you're going to do. Always do what you said you're going to do. Yes. You know, don't say like, oh, we're going to do this feature and this is going to happen and we got all the, we've negotiated price yeah. and all this and then you disappear. Yes. This happens all the time. Yeah. As the artist and as the client. Yes. You know what I'm happens saying? Bo- both ways. It goes both ways. Yep. yep. You know, because I've done that to where like I've you know, talked about artwork with somebody, for example. And it's like, okay, I'm going to pay you this much. I need it by this time. Here's the idea. All right. And then I don't hear from them for months. <laughs> and it's like, yo. It's so true. You know, that shit's whack. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's so true. Because it's like they, they basically... It's like they spent all the time getting there. Right. It was like you 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 ran 99 yards with the ball. <laughs> right. You got to the one yard line. And, and you, you took a knee. Yeah, you took a knee. <laughs> right then and there. Like, yo, you, you're right there. Yeah. You're right there. Just follow up. Follow up, you know. Or the, yeah, I, I'm going to hit you up about X, Y, and Z. And then you never hear from them. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like, man, I've been talking to this dude about this thing for whatever. And it just, I thought he was serious. Right. And the, 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 the sad thing about that is when you, get it that far and you don't follow up then months later you follow up it makes that person take you less seriously oh yeah i got a great story about that there was one time it's maybe a couple years back two three years ago i did a feature with somebody mm-hmm. and um at the time but it was a full song it was like two verses chorus and uh he was like hey you know um would you be okay with doing a music video for this mm-hmm and I was like, yeah, I could do the music video, but it would have to be when I'm not on a road during a certain time. Because he said something about, you know, I could come to Columbus. I shoot. I've got a camera. I can come down and shoot the video. I'm like, all right, cool. Now, mind you, this is his record mm-hmm. for his project. All right. You know, I got paid for my, my, my part, but it's still his thing. And I wasn't going to charge or anything. I was like, yo, if you show up, I'll spend the day with you doing that. Mm-hmm. Just because I think the song is dope. Right. Now, most people wouldn't do that. Right. Most people are like, hey, you know. So I was like, let's do it. So he hits me up, follows up. Say, okay, cool. What's the dates? I say, look, this, I'm going to be on the road doing this, this this time. I said, but between June 15th, July 15th, any of those weekends, any of those days, I'm home. Let's do it. This was in like 2013. Mm-hmm. probably March or April I didn't hear from this guy until May of 2014 a year a year later wow I posted tour dates about going out the next year mm-hmm. and then he was like yo 
I want to shoot that video now. I was on the road. So I'm like, he's like trying to get me to commit to shooting it at the city that he lives in. Because you were going to be there. Because I was going to be there. Mm-hmm. But at that point, you know the tour schedule. Yeah. There is no time to, to shoot that stuff. Right. If you don't have a day off in that city, you're there at the venue. You play. You sleep. You, you're out. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and he got mad at me about this. And I said, look, man, I told you two, basically over a year ago, year and a half ago, the time with which I could shoot it. Yeah. I said, I followed up with you, which I actually did. I, I, said, I went back through the emails and I found that I even followed him. I'm like, hey, man, you still trying to do that? You're lying. I'm around, bro. Never heard from him. A year later, I hear from him and he's mad at me because I wouldn't shoot it that day. Yeah. But you got to understand that when someone gives you a time frame like that and you don't follow through, it makes them take you less seriously. Yes. They don't know whether you're serious or not. Now, my thing was like, hey, man, this was four months ago. I gave him an entire month that I would be down to shoot this thing. Yeah. You know, and and plus, I'm going to help promote it when it comes out. Right. And I do all of that other stuff that I do. And uh, he didn't follow up. It's like he had carried the ball all the way there. And he just took the knee at the one yard line. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, and the thing is, you know, we know stuff happens. Yeah, things happen. But hit us up and say, yo, this came up. I might not be able to shoot this right now, but I will hit you up at a later date. Maybe that's, we can. You know what I'm saying? That's all he had to say. That's all. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, this, this, this time doesn't work. What do you got going on this fall? Right. What do you got going on in September, mm-hmm. October? How's this looking? I'm going to be down there this fall. It's not a, I didn't give him a deadline, so to speak, but you can't follow up with somebody a year and a half later. Right. And expect everything to be pick up right yeah, where it left off. Right then and there. And that wasn't what I agreed to. I agreed to shoot it here in my city. Mm-hmm. If you because he lived in Michigan, he was gonna make the, the drive. Mm-hmm. Three, four hours. Cool, let's do it. You know? But it made it to where it's like, man, you know what? The follow up is just as important as the initial conversation. Yes, definitely. You know, and and, it, and nothing is wrong, like you're saying, with not being able to do it. Just articulate that. Yeah, just communicate. Yeah. Just communicate. Communicate, man. That's all it's about. Yeah. yeah. So that's number 10. That's number 10. We made it. Made it. So what we got? We, we read them back. Read them back. Yeah. So number 10, follow, follow through. through. Number nine, negotiate. <laughs> yeah, but don't haggle. But don't haggle. Yeah, we got to add that last part. Because <laughs> fools will just start haggling. <laughs> you said negotiate. Marvelous Marvin Hagler out here. <laughs> <laughs> Hagglers. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. <laughs> number eight, provide value. Yes, provide value. You know, number seven, don't spam on social media. Number six, get to the point, man. <laughs> get to the point. What you saying? Number five, use the proper channels. You know, number four, reach out ahead of time, build a rapport ahead of time, mm-hmm. right? Number four, number three, don't expect favors. Yes. Put your hand back in your pocket. Do it for the love, (laughs) not for the the culture, not for the love of the culture. Number two, do your homework, prepare your approach. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And number one, be a good person. Be a good person. This is how you approach people who you want to work with. Yeah. Ten people, ten ways to approach the people. You know what I'm saying? Get a shit cracking. <laughs> VIP. Yeah, yeah. You know the fly shit, man. So yeah, you know that's that's it for this week. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Word up. Peace. Peace.
listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. that nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. <laughs>